evening, everybody. Welcome to the fastest hour of the week, the Glean Podcast. We are glad you're tuned in with us tonight to dive into God's Word and get some revelation out of it. And we hope our desire is that as we discuss these things, that you'll be able to glean some truth and some wisdom out of it and give you some insight for your life and how to elevate and improve your walk with God as you study scripture, spend time in his word, and also how it makes it so simple to serve God. A lot of people want to make it hard. Oh, it's so hard to serve God with everything going on. No, it's not. Because the Bible says, where evil abounds, grace abounds that much more. God knows what we're going through. He knows what each of us are dealing with. And if you study his word and you spend time with him, he gives you the answers that will help you be an overcomer in every area of your life because God wants us to prosper. That's right. Not only in health, but in our finances. Yes, he does want us to prosper. Prosperity is something God is for. But he wants us to prosper in our marriages, in our home life, our families, our work, church, every area of our life. God wants us to prosper because we're his children and he desires to see us blessed. I don't know of any parent, normal parent, that isn't excited and uh, wants to see their children blessed. And God, our heavenly father, said in his word, how much more yeah. does he want to see us blessed? So tonight, we're going to get into something. I believe uh, if you'll dive into this with us, if you'll take notes and really study this, it will help you in your walk with God, is how to hear God and hear him clearly. Uh, a lot of times you, you may have heard me say it, or Dad, or Josh, different ones, some of you, different ministers, you may have heard somebody say, well, God spoke to me and said. And 99.9% .9 of the time, it's not an audible voice. That's right. There may be a few times, but... We like to call it sometimes it's the, an inward knowing. Mm -hmm. It's not a thought that comes from here. It's down on the inside. Uh, you know, I know just the other day I was dis discussing and, and pray, had been praying, but was discussing even, you know, with, with you about uh, helping a family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was one of those situations. I, yeah, as, as the pastor and they asked for help, I could just throw money at it. But I really wanted to know God what do you want us to do here? What? Because he knows better. Yeah. And, you know, we, I had tossed a few ideas around, but as I said that one idea, even to you and the mom, as we were talking, even as I said it, it right down in here, mm. it was a, yeah, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. That that's hearing God's voice. Yeah. Um, you can hear God's voice just by reading his word. Yeah. You know, there's been times I've opened my Bible and be reading a script. And soon as I read a certain scripture, it was exactly what I needed for what I was facing. Mm -hmm. That's hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the other way is, is being able to determine because, and what we kind of want to clarify tonight, I believe, is a lot of times I've heard other believers, and I've dealt with it, I'm sure you have, is sometimes we get in a, an argument or a tug of war between is that just me thinking that or is that God saying that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are some people, uh, God bless their darling hearts and ignorant heads, but they believe that God doesn't speak anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, uh, what kind of relationship would I have had with you and mom, as soon as y'all would have brung me home from the hospital, never talked, never to talked to me <laughs> again. Yeah. Or when I got married to my wife and I said, I do, when we walked off the, the, out of the church, never spoke again. Mm -hmm. You see, there's a relationship and, you know, most of the time, uh, and I heard uh, Robert Morris said this today, a lot of us, when we go to prayer, you know, prayer is a mono, It's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. There's mm -hmm. two people. But most of the time, we go to God in prayer long enough to drop off our complaint list, mm -hmm. and then we're back out the door and got to go. Yeah. And he said, what you realize is you're not praying. You're just complaining. Yeah. You know, so 
what we're going to begin to discuss tonight is how to clarify, uh, you know, and, and separate a lot of these voices. Well, you know, was that God or was it not God? You know, and you get in this whole tug of war in your mind, and a lot of times you end up missing God because you're just trying to figure out was it him or not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God still does speak today. He speaks on the inside of us. He may speak through a friend. He may speak through a pastor. You know, I believe every Sunday morning when I preach a message that that is a message that I heard from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not that I he sat there and told me and I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. It's that as I study, those, those thoughts come up from inside of me, and then I write them down. And uh, that's why I always tell people, you know, they say, that, that was good preaching. Well, I... I wasn't really the one that preached it. God did it. I was just first one to get to hear it, you know. <laughs> but um, but anyway, we're going to look at this tonight, and uh, we're going to start. I want to start with our main text out of John, the book of John, chapter 10, and we're going to read verses uh, 1 through 5. And this says, most assuredly, that that's uh, modern way, uh, our modern way would be say, I guarantee you. Uh, he says, I say unto you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Now, I'm going to stop there and take just a little side journey. This answers the question of how many ways are they to get to heaven? Mm-hmm. There's one way. <laughs> Jesus said, I am the door. Right. Jesus is the only way. I heard a, a minister today uh, he's off cause he said there's multiple paths to heaven. No. Uh, you know, uh, as long as they all get to the same point, it worked. No, there's not. Mm-hmm. There's one way because Jesus said himself that if they uh, does not enter by the sheepfold, but by, and by the door, which is Jesus, but climbs through some other way, he's the same as a thief and a robber. And he, Jesus also said, what did he say about a thief and a robber? Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no place for them in heaven. That's right. <laughs> you know, so there's only one way to heaven. So that answers that. But verse two, he <coughs> says, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear, notice the sheep hear his voice and he calls him or calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of a stranger. Mm -hmm. And what you begin to understand and what we want to illustrate tonight is when you begin to, to prepare yourself and learn how to hear God's voice, then it, it begins to separate the noise. Yeah. The other voices are not going to be as loud. You, you won't pay attention to them. And as we were talking earlier, hearing the voice of God, it's innate, means we were born with the ability to hear God and, and speak God's <laughs> language, just like we were all born to hear our natural tongue you know, with these natural ears, well, in the same, we have spiritual ears mm-hmm. that we hear God with. And it, it's innate, meaning it was born, we're born with it. But number two, it's learned. Mm-hmm. Just like we have to learn how to speak the English language or whatever language may be, uh, which I still struggle with the English language, so I hadn't <laughs> moved on to another one. <laughs> but just like we have to learn English language and how to understand it by hearing, it's the same way with God. We have to learn to hear his voice, and then there's a maturity in it. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I was young, there was things that I spoke just whatever. and it may, But the older you get, you learn there's some things you say here, some things you wait till later to say, and you learn different things. It's because it's a maturity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was leading in with that uh, before the podcast about, uh, some people are talking about, you know, they always go around, well, God spoke to me today and told me not to salt my food. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know one time a, a lady uh, told Philip, 
uh, that she was praying and God told her not to come to church. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that are, they're just silly, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, some people say, well, I want God to navigate every, well, God don't need to tell you how to get from the church to home or from home to food line or you, he don't have to tell you every little thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's a maturity to it so that when it's necessary, you can go to God and say, Hey, I, I'm, I'm looking at this, God, what should I do? You present your case to him mm-hmm. and God will, as a gentleman, he'll give you the wisdom and guidance and you can hear his voice and know this is the direction I need to take. Yeah. So we established that the sheep know his voice, but what we're going to go into now is how do we hear his voice and separate it from the rest of the world? It's your turn now. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, uh, you know, uh, just mention, uh, and it goes along with what you said there out of John chapter 10. In the book of Revelations, chapters 2 and 3, is the letters that uh, Jesus gave the apostle John for the churches. And to every church, he said, Mm -hmm. he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, some some people, you know, like you were saying it, well, I, I never hear God say nothing. Well, you hadn't got an ear to hear. Yeah. Yet. Yet. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can't develop one mm-hmm. or have one, but uh, he was just saying only those who have an ear to hear will hear right. what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and in other places, in the Gospels, you know, Jesus said, let him that hath an ear to hear, hear, mm-hmm. you know. So it's important that we know how to hear the voice of God and, like you said, to separate it, you know, from the other voice. In uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 14, I believe it is, Paul writing to the Corinthian church, uh, he said, uh, uh, well, I believe it's uh, chapter 12, but uh, he said, you know, there are many voices. Mm Mm-hmm. And none of them are without significance. Mm-hmm. In other words, they all trying to say something. Yeah. You know, but we have to, like you said, to separate those, uh, you know, and uh, just thoughts that uh, come to our mind, you know, just out of the blue. And it's, it's a, something that's crazy, like don't salt your food today yeah. and stuff like that, uh, it, you know, is, is uh, idiotic, but. <laughs> but we we can learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, the Apostle Paul writing there, he said, uh, but faith, so then faith cometh. Mm-hmm. Present tense yeah. cometh. That's why we have to hear the word over mm-hmm. and over and over because it's present tense. Faith is not yesterday. Faith is not tomorrow because tomorrow is not here yet. Faith mm-hmm. is now. Hebrews 11.1 1 said, now faith is. And uh, so uh, it said, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you could say it this way. Faith comes by hearing and the hearing, mm-hmm. the ability to hear mm-hmm. comes by the word of God. Word of God, yeah. And I, I, that's not adding to or taking yeah. away. That's, well, that's what it's yeah, saying. Because a lot of people, and I, I've said this before, but for so long I read the Bible, mm-hmm. but it was confusing. I didn't understand some of that. and you know. Uh, but when I began to really say with my heart, God, I want to know your word. I want to know what you're saying in these scriptures to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And to the people of today. And when that happened, you see, then my spiritual ears begin to open. Mm-hmm. So then when I hear in the word what God is saying to me, mm-hmm. that's what builds my faith. Yeah. So that's when I begin to understand faith comes by hearing mm-hmm. 
but the hearing comes by the word. It all works through this. Yeah. You know. Through the word yeah. of God. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, another way uh, is, uh, well, I better hit this while I'm right here. Uh, in Second Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse 15, he says, Study mm-hmm. to show yourself approved unto God. Mm-hmm. Not man, right. but under God, a workman. Mm-hmm. It's it's work to study. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 your mind will want to think on everything, but what you need to be <laughs> yeah. thinking on. And uh, you know, you flat, you want to get out and go places, do things, talk to other people, and that's okay in its place. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> you know, as a pastor, you know, all those years. Uh, I had to, you know, sometimes say, well, no, I, I can't go. I, I've got to right. get in God's word, mm-hmm. get direction for the church or mm-hmm. a message, you know, that he would want me to share with the church. And uh, I, well, I got uh, started on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not that I didn't study other yeah. times, I did, but... Uh, I would always on Saturdays tell people, uh, I'm not going anywhere. Don't don't call mm-hmm. me. Don't bother me. Yeah. Because I'm giving my Saturday night to God. Mm-hmm. You know. And I would nail down what I believe the Spirit of God would want me to say mm-hmm. and share with the church. But that's just me. That's right. what I did. I'm not saying everybody has to do that. That's just the way I did it. But... Uh, one of the things, too, he said, study to show yourself approved unto God. Mm-hmm. And you see, the reason uh, for that is because, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to impress men too much. Mm-mm. But, you know, it, it blesses God that mm-hmm. we have a desire to know him. The only way you're going to know him is through his word. Mm-hmm. And spending time in mm-hmm. in His presence, and uh, you know you you have to sacrifice some things. Yeah, you have to separate yourself from things. Mm-hmm. Not that they're wrong, right? You know, or sinful. It's just that you you've got to give God some time. Yeah, you know, and He desires to spend that time. Yeah, uh, I I remember uh, you know on one occasion. Uh, you know, you, as I said, you can be surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. I mean, family, friends, different people. Yeah. And yet, for I don't know why, but sometimes mm-hmm. you feel like, well, I don't have nobody. Yeah. I, I and I I know I have felt that way a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time uh, coming, you know, through town, and I could show you right the spot. Uh, because I heard God's voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other words, it wasn't an audible voice, but I heard him yeah. speak in here. Actually, it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And as uh, soon as I just about got through the stoplight, I just thought, I said, God, I, I just don't have nobody. And I heard it just as clear as a bell. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I'll hang around with you. Mm-hmm. I'll be your friend. Yeah. You know, and I I know you say how do you I know in my knower yeah I, I know that was the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. telling me he would be my friend and he would hang around with matter of fact Jesus said when I send the Comforter he will abide with you forever mm-hmm. praise God yeah and so he's he, he's in us if we are born again and actually there's a scripture that talks about. In the I believe it's in the book of James that uh, he is envious of the time that we give to other things other than him. Yeah, you know, so he's jealous of our time. Mm-hmm. You know, and we give him so little, and I I'm yeah. guilty of it as well as anybody yeah. else. But uh, he said, "Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed." Mm-hmm. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Yeah. There's a good end of possibility mm-hmm. there that if you don't spend time studying right. God's word, meditating on God's word, 
and hearing his voice. Yeah. Hearing him speak to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, we, it's not always that we hear a voice. It's like you said earlier. Sometimes just all of a sudden we just know. You just know, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that that's God speaking to us. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't actually hear a voice, uh, that's a way of God letting us know we're on the right track. Yeah. You know, we just know. Sometimes uh, you just know things. Mm-hmm. And you, you think, well, how? How, how did I know that? Well, you, just somehow you just know it on yeah. the inside. And uh, a good one thing that I have found, a good rule of thumb, uh, I know you said a while ago that 99.9% of the time you don't hear a voice. Right. Or, uh, you know, th- thunder and lightning and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but somehow you just know in here this is the right way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's God, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's a way of him getting across to us what he wants us to do, the direction he wants us to take. And you'll have a peace, an yeah. uh, inner peace that you don't get any other way. Yeah. And uh, so if, if it's a possibility that if we don't apply ourselves to the word of God and rightly discern it, mm-hmm. then we can wrongly. Discern, discern it, it yep. or divide it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that's where a lot of people get in error. Mm-hmm. They might know the letter of the word, yeah. but they don't know the spirit of the word. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Jesus himself said, the spirit killer, I mean, the uh, yeah. flesh killer, yeah. but the spirit giveth Give life. Yep. You see, and John six sixty three, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are lie. Mm-hmm. And so Paul also writing to the Corinthian church, uh, said that the natural man, mm-hmm. in other words, the unregenerate man, mm-hmm. unborn again, uh, man cannot receive the things of God for their foolishness to him. Mm-hmm. And they are spiritually discerned or understood. Yeah. And so, but when you accept Christ and the Holy spirit comes to live on the inside of you, uh, we, if we will apply ourselves to the word of God in prayer, mm-hmm. spending time in God's presence, we will begin to hear his voice. Yeah. Now, I know, uh, you know, there's uh, some people all the time, they're saying, well, God told me. Well, God told me. Yeah. Well, God told me. Uh, well, I, you know, I I wonder sometimes: are is God telling them all this, or are they just, you know, telling their own thoughts and mm-hmm. everything? Now, I'm not against right God. In the 51 years that I've been a Christian, mm-hmm. I've only heard God's audible voice one time in my life, mm-hmm. and that was when God called me to preach. Right, and uh, I heard God's. I heard it. And, and you could call me a liar. You could call me anything you want. Don't make no difference. I heard him. Mm-hmm. You see, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mama didn't call me. My daddy didn't call me. Matter of fact, my daddy was a Sunday school teacher where I got born again at in the, the church. And uh, he taught a young married class. And he said one time, he said, well, I don't know why I'm saying this, but he said, I feel like God's going to call somebody out of this class to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And he said, you was the least one <laughs> on my mind. In other words, he could have called anybody, yeah. but I didn't, and not you. you yeah. know? I think, gee, thanks, Dad, yeah. you know, for the vote of confidence, you know. But, uh, you know, uh, he, he heard from God, mm-hmm. you see. Yep. Uh, he just knew in his spirit that God was going to call somebody mm-hmm. out of that class, but he wasn't thinking it was going to be me. But I heard God's audible voice at work, and I, the and you, if you think about it, I believe it's in First uh, uh, Samuel chapter three uh, and verse ten. But you you need to read that whole chapter there because. Eli mm-hmm. was the prophet in that day and uh, in the temple. And he was, uh, you know, half backslid, wasn't 
serving God yeah. like he should, and he was allowing stuff to go on in the altar that uh, should not be allowed yeah. through his sons, you know. And uh, so anyway, uh, little Eli, was his mother, gave him to the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, said, I'm lending him to the Lord. Right. <clears throat> and uh, he she took him to the temple, you know, when he was old enough and didn't need his mother, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and took him to the temple and lent him to to the Lord. And he was to learn under the prophet Eli. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he heard a voice call his name. Mm -hmm. I believe it was an audible voice because right. he thought, well, my master Eli's calling mm -hmm. me. And, and and it's just as real as I mean, you know, as you saying, yeah. you know, calling my name, and uh, you know, he went to Eli and said, "You called, Master," and he said, "No, I didn't call you. Going back to bed and mm -hmm. go to sleep." And the second time he heard it, and the third time, and each time he would go, you know, and say, "Master, you called me. I I heard." He said, "No, I didn't." And but finally, Eli, even though he's half backslid, uh, he realized that God must be speaking to the young lad, you know. Mm -hmm. And he said, if if he calls you again, you say, here am I, Lord. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, that when I heard God speak my name, you know, you said he knows our name. Yeah. He does. He And he knows. Mm -hmm. He called me by my first name, mm -hmm. you know. Steve, mm -hmm. and uh, I heard it just as plain. Uh, I'll never forget it as long as I live, and throughout eternity, I'll never forget. I heard my name called, mm -hmm. and I I thought somebody in the plant where I was working was calling, and I looked around. Nobody's paying me any attention, and I'm I'm trying to leave out a lot, not go through every detail, but because of the time, but. Uh, you know, as you said, this is the fastest hour in the yeah. week. You know, <laughs> boy, when we get to talking about Jesus and about the Word and everything, I get excited and time flies by. Amen. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I nobody was paying me any attention, so I went back to my work, and the second time I heard it, just plain as day, Steve, mm -hmm. he called my name. Mm -hmm. He knew me. Well, he's my daddy. Yeah. My spiritual daddy. He ought to know me. You know, and uh, so I looked again. Nobody's paying me no attention. And so there were stacks of metal over there. And uh, sometimes, you know, uh, if somebody was moving a big bundle of metal, they would mm -hmm. get one of us to help them, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, somebody's over there wanting me to help them move a bundle of metal. So I went over and walked through them stacks or bundles of metal Ain't nobody over there. Right. I come back out and look. Nobody's looking my way. Nobody's paying any attention to me. And I remembered from Sunday school yeah. hearing about little Samuel. Yeah. And and the story, you know. And I thought, well, God, are you trying to speak to me? So I went back to my work. And I don't know how much time, probably wasn't long. I heard it again the third time. Steve. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked around one more time just to be sure nobody was playing tricks on me or whatever. I heard it just as plain as if you called me you mm -hmm. know, or anybody. And uh, I just stopped, and I said, Lord, are you trying to speak to me? And he said, yes, I'm calling you to preach my gospel. Mm -hmm. Lightning scared me half to death <laughs> at the time, you know, but... but I'll never forget it. Uh, I mean, I heard God's audible voice, mm -hmm. but that's only one time in 51 years. Yeah. Now, I've heard God speak to me mm -hmm. at different times in my spirit, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and uh, but that's the only time I ever heard God's audible voice. And then, uh, you know, other times, uh, he, he and we'll talk about some of the uh, different ways but you'll find that 99.9% of the time, the way God speaks to you is in your spirit. You just know. Mm -hmm. he, he somehow, by the spirit, you just know and this is what God wants. Yeah. 
I'm at peace with it. Mm -hmm. This is what God wants me to do. This is what God wants me to say. And he'll lead you that way, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, thank God, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, then, uh, you know, in the, the Scripture, in First Kings, I believe it's First uh, Kings chapter 19, and uh, he was talking here, uh, and he said, uh, you know, that... Uh, let me turn over First Kings chapter nineteen, and uh, he told him in verse uh, ten or eleven. Uh, he said, and he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, see Elijah at this point, he was in a place where he thought he was the only one left. Mm -hmm. You know, the people had persecuted the prophets and the servants of God and had killed them and, uh, you know, treated them badly. And he said, and I'm now I'm the only one left and they're seeking my life, mm -hmm. you know, because Jezebel had told him yeah. by this time tomorrow, uh, you're going to be as them prophets that he slew. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, he told him to go and uh, stand before the mountain, uh, Mount Hebron, I believe it was, and he said, and the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the, now get this, but the Lord was not in the wind. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but there's a time that God was in the wind. Yep. In Acts chapter 2, yeah. on the day of Pentecost, uh, you know, they were all there in the upper room as Jesus told them. Mm -hmm. To go and tarry there till they be filled with the Spirit, and uh, uh, then uh, you know it said that as they were there waiting on the Lord, seeking Him, it said as suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. Mm -hmm. So sometimes God is in the wind. Yeah, but in this case, He said it that wind was so strong that it was breaking in pieces the rock. Mm -hmm. Now that had to be a some kind of wind, yeah. But it said God was not in the wind, mm -hmm. and uh, then it went on to say, and there was an earthquake, yeah. But God was not in the earthquake, but yet in Acts chapter sixteen, when Paul, Paul and, and Silas, Silas was mm -hmm. in Philippi, uh, you know, there it said there was at midnight they prayed and sang praises unto God, and there was an earthquake. I believe this was a spiritual earthquake. Because mm -hmm. if it hadn't have been, it would have awakened the, the whole city. city. Mm -hmm. But it just shook the cell doors open, and their bonds and chains mm -hmm. fell off. And uh, the jailer was going to take his life. Mm -hmm. But uh, Paul said, do yourself no harm. We're all still here. We, then none of us left. And so he grabbed a light. Evidently, he had heard them praying, mm -hmm. and he had heard them singing praises unto God. So he grabbed a light and sprang in and said, Sirs, what can I do to be saved? Yeah. God was in that earthquake. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. he shook that place. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh, then it said, and after the earthquake, a fire. Yeah. But the Lord was not in the fire. In the yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. And but yet we know that there's times that God was in the fire yeah. because in Matthew chapter three and Luke chapter three, he talked about John the Baptist did. He said, I indeed baptize you with water, but there's one mightier than I coming after mm -hmm. me whose shoe latch I'm not worthy to unloose. He it is that shall baptize you yeah. with the Holy Ghost and, and fire. fire. Mm -hmm. So sometimes God is in the yeah. fire, but it's a different, it's not a destructive fire. Yeah. It's always, uh, you know, just like uh, the wind mm -hmm. was a blessing, mm -hmm. just like uh, the earthquake in that case was a blessing, yeah. you know. And in the fire, when the fire of the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. comes on you, praise God, it's, it's a blessing, you yeah. see. And, uh, but yet, how do we know, uh, you know, how do we discern whether God is in something? It's like uh, years ago, uh, there was a tornado hit down in the eastern part of the state, and it... Uh, destroyed a church mm -hmm. 
and uh, they were interviewing the pastor, and and I, I'm not trying to make light of them, but mm-hmm. they just don't understand sometimes. Uh, and just like me, there's a lot of things I don't understand. Right. But uh, he was saying this was the Lord's word. Yeah. Well, God, I don't believe was in that wind. Mm-mm. You know, why would he destroy a church when his. the Bible says he wants to build the church? Yeah. You know, and he said, but we're going to rebuild it. Yeah. Well, if God wanted it tore down, down, why is he trying to rebuild it? Yeah. You see, He'd don't be saying it against God. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, through these uh, experiences, we, we can learn and uh, we can develop and, uh, you know, uh, learn that when when God is speaking to us, there, there's all kinds of crazy thoughts may come into your mind, but that, you know, just every voice or every thought that comes in your mind may not be from God. Right. Most likely they're not. They're on something you've watched on TV or, mm-hmm. or something, you know, something somebody else said. But, uh, you know, God... Uh, can speak to you in in a lot of different ways, and uh, so uh, there's times when uh, you know I've I've heard uh, the the Lord speak, but not in all of a voice, but I heard mm-hmm. it in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And one was when we were building uh, this building. Uh, you know, we started out in the little block church mm-hmm. on Saint Martin Road. And uh, when we were building this uh, sanctuary here, uh, they had poured the concrete slab and they had some metal uh, beams put up and so forth. And the man that was doing it pulled off. He said, I've got to finish the job. Take me about two weeks and then I'll be back and we'll mm-hmm. get on it again. Well, months went by and he hadn't come back. And, you know, the we'd call him and... Uh, one of our elders would call him, oh, I'll, I'll be there, I'm finishing up, I'll be there first of the week. Mm-hmm. First of the week, come, he don't show up. And it just went on and on like that for, you know, three or four months, and he mm-hmm. ain't showed up. And uh, I could show you right where I was walking at in this hall right over here by the water fountain. If the water fountain weren't yeah. there and the wall weren't there. Yeah. But... I was walking back and forth, wringing my hands, you know, and uh, I think, you know, Lord, that man's lying to us, and he's not keeping his word, and Lord, you know we need this building, just like God didn't know, you know, what was <laughs> going on, and, uh, but, you know, I was young in the Lord, too, and, uh, but I was trying to tell him why uh, we needed this church built, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can't keep letting him get by with what he's doing and not doing, and uh, I, I said, you know, Lord, we need this, and and uh, the, after, I don't know how long I'd been doing it, pretty good little bit, just pacing back and forth, and, uh, you know, the Lord spoke to, I heard him in here, I heard his voice in here, like you shared from John chapter 10, his sheep know his voice, yeah. I, I know it was him mm-hmm. speaking to me, and uh, so, uh he said, what are you doing? He asked me that question. He said, yeah. what are you doing? Well, I, I started trying to explain it to him again. I thought, well, don't you know what's going on? You know, just like he didn't know. And so I went through the whole rigmarole again, telling him why and what I was doing and all that. And the second time he spoke, it was a little bit firmer. It was a still small voice to begin with, mm-hmm. but the second time it was a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. He said, "What are you doing?" You know, and I thought, "Well, Lord, I just got through <laughs> telling you, you yeah. know." And, and so I was trying to explain it to him again. And the third time he spoke, mm-hmm. he said, "I said, what are you doing?" He spoke pretty firm that time, got my attention. I said, "Oh, oh, oh," I said, "I." I'm a worrying, ain't I? Mm-hmm. He said, stop it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it anymore. And I mean, uh, he didn't have to speak another time. I knew exactly what he meant, mm-hmm. you know, because I was worrying. And he said not to. 
And I said, well, Lord, I tell you what I'm going to do. Just like I'm going to tell him. Yeah. But you understand, I'm a young Christian, even though I was pastoring the church. Uh, but I, I, I said, what I'm going to do is, this, this is yours. I said, I don't care if they don't another board get put up or another beam of steel put up. And if this thing stands here and rust is down and the wind blows the rust away, mm -hmm. I refuse to worry one more time about this thing. Yeah. And he said, that's what I wanted you to do. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I won't. And I did. I learned from that. I, I learned not to worry. Some, some people thought, well, you just don't care. I said, no, it ain't that. I just don't worry. Mm -hmm. I, I learned not to do that because yeah. God said not to do it. Right. And uh, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, he said, be careful for nothing. Mm -hmm. A little play there on that word, but it means not to be overwrought with anxiety, worry, or care about anything. Yeah. So he said, don't do it. Yeah. And if God says don't do something, you better not do it. That's right. You know, or you're going to get into some consequences you don't like. You yeah. Know? But, uh, so anyway, that's another lesson that I learned, but I heard God speak, you know, and, uh, so, uh, sometimes he speaks that way. Then there's times when, uh, like you said, you may be listening to the preacher, mm -hmm. somebody preaching and they'll say something and boy, mm -hmm. you, it, it, it's like, Oh, what, what, what? And you, you know, inside your spirit, this jumping oh, up yeah. and down. Somebody sat beside of you, thumbing through the song, but yeah. chewing, chewing gum and all kinds yeah. of things, you know. And uh, probably playing on their phone. Phone, yeah. You know, I told our folks one time, I said, you people that's got them iPhones, you mm -hmm. know, uh, quit texting your neighbor and what you're going to do after church. Listen to what I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. You know, it's all right if you look up the Bible yeah. on it, you know, and uh, just laughed about it, you know, but I meant it, <laughs> you know. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, there was something will be said. It, it can be a pastor or it can be a friend. They, they might just say something and all of a sudden you see what God's been trying to tell you. You yeah. kind of knew it, mm -hmm. but you wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. And then they, when they said what they did, oh, you said, oh well, I, I know now, Lord, what you're trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I hear you. you know? yeah. And so that's another way that God speaks to you. And uh, then there's times when you're reading the Word, studying, read this reading, yeah. and all of a sudden, and I know you've had it to happen to you, I've had it to happen to me many a time, uh, be reading a passage of Scripture, and all of a sudden it's like that one verse or a, a sentence or a, mm. a something out of that one verse, it, it's like it just jumps up off the page and slaps you in the face. Yeah. You know, he said, wait a minute, I, I, I see it, I, I see it, I, I see it. Well, what happened? Yeah, the light come on. Yeah. Revelation, God speaking to you. God is leading you into all truth, just yeah. like his word said. Yeah. And so it can come that way, uh, you know. And uh, some a lot of times my uh, God uses my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll tell me something, you know, and I think, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, I, I yeah. know, you know. And uh, so there's, there's so many different ways, you know, that God speaks to you. And uh, in time, in studying his word, praying, mm -hmm. seeking his face, uh, and like you said, prayer is not just all saying, God, do this for me. I want that. Do this. Mm -hmm. Do that. I want this. Do this. That. And then you go on your way. You After you pray, it's, it's okay to let your request be made known mm, unto Absolutely. God. In yeah. Philippians chapter 4, where I was talking about, he said, uh, with prayer and supplication mm -hmm. and with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I think this is a point where uh, maybe our prayers are not answered the way we think they should be, 
it, do you give God thanks, thanks after you finish praying? Mm -hmm. You see, you tell him what you want, but you don't thank him for it. Yeah. He's, he said, with prayer and supplication, that's yeah. earnest prayer. Yeah. You know, let your request be made known. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, the Bible says in uh, uh, Matthew chapter 6, he knoweth the Father in heaven knows what we need even before we ask him. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people say this. Well, if he knows what I need, why don't he just give it to me? Because that ain't the way he does it. Yeah. He goes on in the seventh chapter in the first verse, says, uh, and when he said, ask, mm -hmm. see, he wants you to ask. Mm -hmm. It's just like, uh, you know, when I was growing up and, and I needed something, I'd go to my dad, and even as I got grown, mm -hmm. there, there was things. Sometimes I'd go to my dad, and I'd ask him, mm -hmm. you know, Dad, could you do this for me and mm -hmm. something, you know, help me with a bill or mm -hmm. whatever it was, you know. And, uh, you know, I think it, it made him, uh, you know, love me even that much more, the fact that I would mm -hmm. humble myself and come to him mm -hmm. and ask him, yeah. you know. And uh, so he said, ask, and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. Seek, and you shall find. Yeah. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Now listen to this. For everyone. Yeah. It not, it, <laughs> bless people's hearts. I think they think that, that sometimes preachers is the only one that can pray yeah. and get answers. Mm -hmm. But he said, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's everyone. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. Mm -hmm. notice, notice he didn't say, well, they might receive. Mm -hmm. No, he said, for everyone that asks, that he's talking about if you pray according to God's word, you'll receive. Mm -hmm. And he said, and everyone that seeks, he shall find. Mm -hmm. And everyone that knocketh, it'll mm -hmm. be opened unto him. Mm -hmm. you see? For everyone. Everyone, you see? yeah. And that's what you, you know, again, what you was uh, going, uh, talking about. Prayer is not just telling God what you want. It's, you know, presenting your case to him, mm -hmm. asking, you know, according to his will. Uh, I believe we shared that last week, uh, you know. In First John chapter 5, verse 14, he said, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Yeah. And if he hears us, then we know that uh, we have the petition that we've desired of. Right. And this is the confidence we're supposed to have in it. Mm -hmm. And I thought this, you know, why would God uh, admonish us to pray as much as he does in the word? Yeah. And like Luke 18, verse 1 said, men ought to always pray, mm -hmm. not part of the time or every once in a while. He said, you ought to always pray. Mm -hmm. That mean, I believe that means you ought to pray every day, several times a day. Yeah or however many times you need to. He said, you ought to. Mm -hmm. And he said in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, pray, let, pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. Well, you know you can't pray 24 hours yeah. a day. you got to rest sometime. And eat. And yeah. eat, you know. <laughs> uh, I heard uh, Kenneth Hagin say one time, if you prayed 24 hours straight, you'd probably uh, starve to death yeah. or pray yourself to death. You mm-hmm. But it, it just means being in a constant attitude of prayer. You can be going down the road in your automobile, minding your own business, as we say, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden God puts something in you and you know you're supposed to pray. Yeah. You see? And, uh, you know, that's a, a, a way that God speaks to you. And uh, so, uh, but you're going to find and, and I believe this is true with every Christian, is you're going to find that the majority of the time you're not going to hear a booming voice or you're not going to hear th uh, thunder and see lightning flashing and things like that. That's still, it, it said that wind and earthquake and fire mm -hmm. and God was not in it. But then the still, small voice. Yep. Now, God was in that. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Just a still, small voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, there's so many ways, you know, that God has provided that he 
speaks to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love every one of them. Yeah. However God gets it, what he wants me to know yeah. across to me, however he chooses to reveal it, that's up to him. He's God. Yeah. And he knows, I, you know, I'm a little bit hard-headed. <laughs> Sometimes I, I finally get what he's trying to say, and I say, Lord, have mercy, I, I ought to have known that. And I do know that. How come I didn't get a hold of it? Yeah. You know, but uh, God is merciful and gracious, and he'll he'll deal with us until he gets the point across. You know. Yeah. And uh, but it's always uh, better, and and if we're praying, earnestly praying, seeking God, not you know this ain't this is not playing game. Right. We're talking to the Lord God Almighty, yeah. Jehovah God, who mm-hmm. created the heavens and the earth and who made us in his image and likeness. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, you know, he's, I know we, we preach he's a loving God, and yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I love to preach about the love of mm-hmm. God. I, I love the way God loves us mm-hmm. and the way his word talks about it. Uh, and and Jesus even prayed in the 17th chapter of John uh, that he said, Lord, that they may be one with us even as you and I are one. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I want, listen to this, he said, I want the whole world, mm-hmm. not just his children. Yeah. He said, I want the whole world to know what that you love them just like you love me. Yeah. I remember the first time I read that, I said, wait a minute, I, <laughs> I read that wrong. It can't say that. Mm-hmm. You know God the Father can't love us the same as he loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm, I read that again. I read it again. I said, unless my eyes is fooling me, that's what it says. And I read it again the third time. I said, it says it, don't it? Mm-hmm. I want the whole world to know that you love them mm-hmm. just like you love me. Yeah. Now I'm telling you what, that'll straighten up your day. Oh yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you, know? you know, that's another way. A lot of times people are looking for God to speak to them and then they get frustrated because they don't hear him and they'll pray. And I've had people tell me, you know, I've prayed and prayed and prayed and I'm just not hearing anything. Mm-hmm. Have you read? Yeah. So you see, this this book is God's thoughts yeah. pinned down mm-hmm. by man through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Most of what God is going to say to you is in his word. Yeah. I, I have prayed before. I think I've heard you. I've heard other ministers. I've been tussling with some, and I'll get quiet, and God will say, what's my word say? Uh-huh. Like, well, he knows. Yeah. So obviously for me, it's, oh, okay. So my answer's in here. In, in the book. So then yeah. whatever I'm <laughs> I'm struggling with or believing for, I begin to search it out in the scriptures. And sure enough, I'll study. Oh, there, okay. You know, I got it. So, and that's, you know, what I was talking about earlier with, it. it's innate, meaning when you're born again, you're born with fresh spiritual ears. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just like when you're born in the natural, you're born with natural ears. But then you learn, because it's just like when I was young, there was conversations that me and you had then that are different than conversations we had now. Why? Because of my maturity. Yeah. You know, and even Jesus told the disciples, uh, and I believe it was there in, I think it was in John, it might have been Matthew, but he said, there was things that I wanted to tell you then. Mm-hmm. John's got. Yeah, John's got that, but I'm telling you now, mm-hmm. meaning that you've you've matured enough. I can tell you these things now because if I told you then, you wouldn't have understood yeah. it. He said, and "There's things I want to tell you now that I can't. Yeah. That you're not able to understand, but the Holy Spirit will come. Mm-hmm. So it means He knew, even though He's departing." they're going to continue to mature and the Holy spirit will speak to them and reveal those truths to them. Yeah. So, you know, we have to under, you know, there, there's that maturity level that just like as I got older and even with my son, there was things we talked about when he was little or my daughter 
that I didn't talk about that we do now because mm-hmm. there's a maturity yeah. level that I can go into deeper things with them and have adult conversations with them because they're adults. Yeah. So it's the same way with the Word of God and hearing God's voice. He's not going to reveal the deep things and have those conversations with you until until you start the maturity process. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think sometimes people get hung up on. I need a word from God. Well, mm-hmm. have you been looking in here? Mm-hmm. There's a plenty of words from God yeah. in this thing. Yeah, the Bible says that, uh, in First Peter, he said we have a more sure word mm-hmm. of prophecy yeah. than even if an angel appeared to. Yeah, us. I mean, it's a, I, you know, I find, I've told people don't go seek trying to see angels. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, the Bible says the devil himself can transform as, as an, an angel, angel of light. light. That's right. You, you don't go seeking these things, but if God wants you to see an angel, he'll, he'll show you one, mm-hmm. uh, but don't go seeking after it. Yeah. You know? And uh, then uh, that's another way uh, God can speak to you through visions. Mm-hmm. You see, I, uh, I know we don't have time, but... Uh, I've had a vision of the glory of God coming in this church, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, I saw it uh, in a in a dream, a night it's called a night dream mm-hmm. or a vision. I I dreamed it, and uh, then uh, there's been times when, uh, in during the day, daylight, I'm wide awake, my eyes wide open, but I'm seeing somewhere else, and everything around me in the natural, I. I don't see. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just seeing what God is showing me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, one time I was down here at the church on a Saturday night going over some scripture uh, for the service the next day. And, I mean, I, I wasn't thinking about uh, this person. Uh, I was had my mind on God and mm-hmm. his word and what he was going to have me to speak. And all of a sudden... I I was in the spirit. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't aware of nothing else. I just saw. Mm-hmm. I saw a woman lying in a casket, mm-hmm. and I thought, Lord, what? In, and I knew the woman. You know, she's a member of this church at mm-hmm. that time. And I I thought, what in the world is it? And he said, You tell her. I heard that voice, not mm-hmm. audible, but I heard it in my spirit. He said. You tell her if she don't stop that rebellion against her husband mm. in her home, mm-hmm. in six months, you're going to be in that casket. Mm-hmm. And then it's back, I'm seeing back in my study, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, Lord, have mercy. How am I, how, how am I going to tell her that? I mean, it scared me, you mm-hmm. know, I'd never seen nothing like that before. And, uh, but, you know, God just wouldn't let me alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let 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 me hold that thought. Let <laughs> me put something right here because it'll help you. I know people. We say, well, how how do we know for sure that God is talking to us? I've learned this: if something gets on your heart mm-hmm. and you can't shake it, yeah. That's a very good indication. In other words, you can't get away from it. You mm-hmm. can't shake it. That's a very good indication that it's God guiding you and trying to get you to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, And uh, I know every time that's happened to me, it proved out. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and I know people have made the remark before, well, well the, you know, the devil will hound you. Well, yeah, but the difference I've always noticed is the enemy hounds you here. Yeah. In the when mind. God puts something on you, it's yeah. always in your heart. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, back back to the story. Uh, I just find that I, I knew I was going to have to obey God. I mean, God don't show you stuff like this so you can go blab it to everybody. Mm-hmm. It ain't nobody else's business. You know, it's the business is with what God's showing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so finally I said, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. I put it off long as I could, but <laughs> then I finally went to him. I said, I'd like to talk to you after the service. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so her and her husband, and uh, they come over into the study, and we sat down. And I just said, all I know is just to tell you what God showed me. Right. And I said, uh, and I told her exactly what God showed me, that I, I was there praying, and I saw, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. on it to the wife. I said, I saw you lying in a casket. And she kind of turned pale, (laughs) you know. And uh, I said, God spoke to me and said, if you don't stop that rebellion against your husband in the home, Mm -hmm. in six months you're going to be in that casket. Right. And I said, I guess I'll be preaching your funeral. Mm. And she burst out crying, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, I know it, I know it, I know it. She said, I just needed somebody to help me. Yeah. And, you know, that's the way uh, God helped her. In, yeah. in other words, it jarred her yeah. in the spirit. And she she, she said, I needed what you told me. I knew I was doing wrong, rebelling against mm-hmm. my husband. Yeah. You know, and uh, I asked God to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And with his help, I'll, I'll do, I'm going to be a wife that I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And far as I know, that was, that was, probably 40 years ago mm. and they still married today. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. But you know, if, if, uh, I hadn't, well, God might've chose somebody else if I hadn't have done it. Yeah. But if I hadn't have been obedient, there's a good possibility mm-hmm. and shared what I did with them, what God showed me, they might not have made it. Right. Might not have lived together. Yeah. And she would have been dead in six yeah. months. Just, just like God said. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's so important, you know, that we learn how to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, sometimes it's it's just a little nudge. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it it's not thundering and lightning and bells are ringing and all that, uh, you know. I mean, God can lighten, you yeah, know, he, if he wants to. Yeah. <clears throat> and he can thunder if he wants mm-hmm. to. But... You're going to find if you you really have a desire to walk with God, to learn to hear his voice and be sensitive to him, you're going to, you're going to find it in the word. Mm-hmm. You've you got to spend time with him. Yeah. And uh, it's just like uh, my wife, you know, this May, the past May the 30th, we've been married 54 years, mm-hmm. and uh, we made it to 50. And then she said, from now on, it's going to be year by year. <laughs> so, so I'm going to have to straighten up yeah. and walk right, you know. But, uh, you know, she can be in another room. But if she speaks, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it's because we've been together all these yeah. years, you know. And I know her voice. Uh, I don't know nobody else that can, uh, you know, have the same sound that mm-hmm. she does. Right. And so... When God speaks to you, if it's really God, you it it does something to you, and you 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 never forget it. Yeah, I, I mean, they they some things I could share uh, that happened, you know, back uh, almost fifty years ago, mm-hmm. and I, it to me is just as real as it it was when it happened. Yeah, you know, when God speaks that word, that thing stays. You, you never forget. Yep. It stays in there, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it's wonderful to be able to fellowship with God. I know there's times, and, and this may sound crazy to people, but there's times when I know that uh, I can be happy and joyful mm-hmm. and uh, not, not joking, but, uh, you know, just be myself with the Lord, yeah. you know. And we just have a wonderful time yeah. of fellowship together, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, I believe he laughs. Yeah. You know, the Bible says he, he that sits in the heaven mm-hmm. laughs. Yeah. You know, and uh, I believe God gives us laughter. Psalms 126 talks about yeah. uh, that our mouth was filled, filled with, with laughter. laughter. You yeah. know, I believe God wants us to be happy yeah. and joyful and have fun. Yeah. And uh, then there's times. When I know he's God, mm-hmm. and you better walk softly. Yeah, you know, yeah. and 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 so you learn that, 
you know, yeah. as you walk. And that, the it dog. comes with that. But we're talking about that maturity. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but something I, I challenge everybody out there doing uh, to hear God's voice. And if you want to be more in tune with it is as you read your Bible, if there's scriptures as you're reading that, that jump out at you, mm-hmm. write that scripture down and then below that scripture, write what you feel that scripture saying to you mm-hmm. and just continually do that. And I, I give it a month of doing that daily. And I believe you'll begin to see a difference of how you begin to tune in and how you hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. And it will begin to quieten all those other voices around you. But uh, but anyway, our time's gone. Uh, we just well, a little bit over. Time, time, <laughs> like you said, this is the fastest yeah. hour of the week. But uh, <laughs> guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit the like button. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to our channel. Uh, and then do us a favor and share this on your social media on whatever platforms you're on, help spread the gospel. There's other people out there that need to know how to hear God's voice, especially in the times we're living in now with the deception. There's false doctrine and things being taught even in the church. And you, as a believer, need to know now more than ever how to hear God's voice so that you can strike it right every time when you can hear his voice. That's right. Guys, we love you. We pray the favor of God on your lives. We pray the blessings of God on your life. And we'll see you next Wednesday. God bless. Mm-hmm.